And now, from our studios in Kansas City, Sci-Fi For Me Radio is live from the bunker. Hello, everybody, and welcome... As I roll out the theme to the Rogues Gallery, which was one of our podcasts at one point, talking about DC Comics films and television, I thought it might be a little appropriate to bring that back out of retirement for a little bit. My name is Jason Hunt. I'm the editor here at Sci-Fi For Me. Glad to have all of you with us from uh, deep beneath World Headquarters here in Kansas City, home of the Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs. Congratulations to them. And um, (laughs) hopefully some of you who are are watching uh, can let people know on the podcast side of things, I have not been able to upload a podcast in about a week. The um, the uh, the upload tool apparently is not working, and I've sent a ticket to uh, tech support. They're aware of it. Their developers are working on it. They'll let me know as soon as possible when it's fixed. But this is why I encourage everybody to check out the live program. A little tin canny. What does that mean? Is there an echo? A little tin, a little tin, a little tin canny, a little tin canny. I don't know. Am I, am I crunchy? All right, we'll make an adjustment there. <coughs> but normally, this show is available as a podcast on a number of different platforms. We, of course, have the live chat open on both Odyssey and YouTube. And uh, you can connect with us on social media, email, live from the bunker at sci fi for me.com, and the Discord server. So join us for all of those places. So here we go. Um, there was a there was a sports ball game yesterday, big the big game. <coughs> so, given given the NFL's propensity to come after anybody who mentions the Super Bowl, Cam got his Twitter account back. Yay, good job. Uh, yeah, we have to be careful how we mention such things. And I and I figure we'll probably get some kind of copyright ding on this stuff because we're going to look at a few commercials and trailers that ran yesterday. And uh, we'll see what happens. I did not watch the game. I caught, I caught a couple of pieces of it. Uh, <laughs> Death Angel Shadow says, I thought that team was from the other Kansas City, not yours. Funny, funny you should ask that, because most of the time when people talk about Kansas City, they don't realize that there are two Kansas Cities. There's Kansas City, Kansas, and Kansas City, Missouri. And Kansas City, Missouri is the bigger of the two. And it's where the Kansas City Royals play, Kauffman Stadium. It's where 
our big T-Mobile Amphitheater Sprint Center. Uh, well, it's not Sprint Center anymore. It's T-Mobile Center, the big the big arena, and uh, in Arrowhead Stadium where the Chiefs play. All of that's on the Missouri side of things. <clears throat> so anytime people are talking about Kansas City, they're usually talking about Kansas City, Missouri, because Kansas City, Kansas doesn't have very much except for the NASCAR track and the NASCAR track, I think, <laughs> I think is all they've got. So, uh, there, well, there, I think there's a casino um, over there, and most everything else is over in, in Missouri. So the Worlds of Fun, the amusement park, um, the World War II Museum, the... Um, uh, the T-Mobile Center, Coffin Stadium, Arrowhead Stadium, all that, all that stuff's over on, you know, in, in Kansas City, Missouri, which is where we're based on that side of the tracks. And, yes, the 18th and Vine District, the, all the jazz, everything, all that's down there, the Negro League Baseball Museum, all of that's in Kansas City, Missouri. And, by the way, that's, that's, a, that's a, a very interesting place to be. The Negro League Museum is is fun is fun to visit. I highly recommend it. But yeah, 18th and Vine, the Jazz District. That yes, that song where it says Kansas City women. They're talking about Kansas City, Missouri, which is where we are. Now, if I had my druthers, I'd still be in Dallas. But you know, that's that's a conversation for another time. <coughs> anyway, all right, so. Uh, yeah, so big football game yesterday. Congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes, Mr. MVP again. And I have to say, I I personally I personally want to express my appreciation to Mr. Patrick Mahomes for bringing Whataburger to Kansas City. If if nothing else, if nothing else, Patrick Mahomes managed to get Whataburgers in Kansas City. So, uh, good on him. All right, so, <laughs> here we go. Commercials and trailers. There are a few. Let's start with one that maybe kind of skated in under the radar. This is, uh, this is a spot for uh, the Mario Brothers plumbing. And uh, I think it's kind of fun. We'll, we'll take a look here, and I'm sure, I am absolutely sure I'm going to get dinged. So, I will formally announce that as a media broadcast professional, as a news editor and commentator, I am exercising my fair use rights to analyze and comment on this material. I'm, I am not monetarily benefiting in any way from this they're not advertising on my spot i'm not i'm not uh i'm not violating any copyright by commenting and analyzing this media material so there we go fair use fair use ladies and gentlemen we're the Mario Brothers and plumbing's a game. We're not like the others who get all the fame. When you see what I like about this. On the double, we're faster than the others. You'll be hooked on the brothers. <laughs> Thank you, Super Mario Bros. It seems like the only thing you haven't drained is my bank account. <laughs> <laughs> For super service, call or text Super Mario Bros. Plumbing today. Okay, I have not 
Uh, I have not gone to this website yet. I imagine it's probably going to be some kind of uh, uh, some kind of link to uh, to the thing. And I haven't called the phone number either, but I imagine the phone number probably works, and it probably goes to some kind of. Yep, here we go. Super Mario Brothers Plumbing. <laughs> so there, there it is. Family owned, operated. There's and and look, the mouse. I don't know. Oh, you can't see the mouse. Let me. Uh, the mouse turns into a Mario glove. <clears throat> the The mouse turns into a Mario glove, but you can't see it because I don't have it set right. Let me Let me see if I can change that setting. Uh, right monitor capture cursor there. Now can you see? Yeah, there you go. Now you can see. See, it's turned into a mouse. Here, let's uh, throw it up here. I'm bigging. I'm bigging this, and you can see the mouse has turned into a Mario glove, and you have the um, you have the the TV commercial sitting here. Reliable quality work, satisfaction guaranteed, locally trusted, as seen on TV. That there's that local. That I mean, this this is this is a good piece of work right here. Um, this is some good stuff. Now serving Brooklyn and Queens. Um, welcome to Sue and Margaret's Brothers Plumbing. We're brothers, and yes, we're super. My little but taller brother Luigi and I were tired of dealing with spiky bosses, so we jumped at the opportunity to take on Brooklyn's plumbing problems all by ourselves. Family owned and operated. All right, so we've got uh, we've got testimonials. We've got a scroll across. Now, the fact that they've got this little disclaimer here that says U.S. only, 18-plus, message and data rates may apply, that tells me this this phone number is real. This 929-55-MARIO, this is real. Uh, so it's probably some kind of a, of a, hey, it's-a me, a Mario type of thing uh, where you can where you can hear... Uh, uh, some kind of a, a message from from the from the brothers here about uh, okay so this is just going to be one of these uh, scroll to the top type of thing that's clever that's rather clever and um, we've got here comicbook.com uh, talks about a potent a possible uh, Sonic the Hedgehog Easter egg in this and they've got a screenshot of the map. <clears throat> If you look down here in the bottom right corner, there is uh, Red Hill and Mushroom Planet, and according to uh, according to ComicBook.com, Red Hill is probably a Marioized version. Oh, Death Angel Shadow just called it. It is a message. <laughs> Luigi answers the phone. Oh, that's very cool. All right, so this map here, you've got Red Hill, which is kind of a Marioized version of. I think Green Hill and then Mushroom Planet, which is where Dr. Robotnik is trapped right now at the end of, I guess, the end of the first Sonic movie or the second Sonic movie or something. But you have those winking and nods to, uh, to that. Now, the other thing, uh, the other thing that I, that I think is rather, rather clever, and it, it is, so when, when our testimonial lady is uh re is reading the cue card um folks i gotta say <laughs> i have i have been in this exact position where i'm shooting a commercial 
and I have a I have a testimonial that we're shooting, and they really, really, really want this person to say just a certain thing. Or if you get a you get a, an actor, <coughs> usually it's a family member of somebody who's who's uh, you know owner or manager or somebody. Let's put my wife in it. Let's put my kids in it. And then you get this. Uh, then you get this what we call the talent, the talent on the commercial in front of the camera and they start reading the cue card and you can tell that they're reading the cue card no matter how many times they've done it. Uh, there's still some visual cues and some signs that this person is not a professional to do this. And I think this is a nice touch in this commercial. I saw this and I busted out laughing because I've, I've actually had this happen to me more times than I'd care to count. And because when I make TV commercials, if I don't have professional actors or if I don't have, uh, if I don't have, okay. So there's a, there's a couple of things you can do with TV commercials. You can, you can make the spots with the, uh, with the, the owner or a manager or an employee. And generally they know enough about what they do that they can communicate that on camera. So you can do some kind of a thing where you ask a bunch of questions and out of the answers, you form a narrative. Here's what this company is about. <clears throat> the other thing is you do that same kind of thing with testimonials. You sit there and you say, hey, can you tell me, you know, what was your experience like? What do you what do you think of the people that are working there? How long you know, how good of a job in this? And again, you cut and paste and piece that together as a narration track. If you've got anybody on camera, odds are you're going to have people who have never been on camera before, or if they have, it's been very, very slim and they don't have very much experience unless they're paid actors. And paid actors, you can you can generally rely on them to, to get the job done and they do what they need to do and, and it doesn't go as, as long in the production process, you can go through and you can get one or two or three takes and you're done. As opposed to somebody who's never done it before and they suffer from what we call red light syndrome, which is the red light on the camera comes on and they freeze up. And they get so nervous and they get so tense and they get, I don't know what I'm doing. And usually it's because they don't really want to be there. So anyway... So, yeah, I thought I this is probably this is probably the best part of the commercial for me is is her is her reading the rest of that. <laughs> you can tell she's reading the the cue card. It's so funny. Oh, anyway, so you've got that. The other the other thing that I note is that this is in uh, <laughs> this is in four three aspect ratio. <clears throat> this is not widescreen. Um, it's, it's, if you go, if you go and look at it, it's not, it's not 16, nine widescreen. It's four, three, uh, in, in the traditional old fashioned, uh, look for, for television. They're not, it's not all the way out, uh, which I also think is, is rather clever. Because that's how they did it. That's how TV commercials looked back in the day. Now it does look a little wide, but when I when I'm looking at this, I'm thinking this this is this is four three. 
This is 4-3 aspect ratio here. Which, which is great. Because that's how we used to do it. So, and, and nobody does jingles anymore. Nobody does jingles anymore. I was talking to a friend of mine the other day, and she's like, I want to get into singing jingles again. I was like, nobody's doing jingles. Nobody, nobody wants to, nobody's doing it. Because one, it costs money, and two, you've only got certain groups, uh, certain agencies that even bother to do it anymore. I, I don't know why it fell out of favor, but, uh, but not too many people do uh, jingles. Which is, on the one hand, it's not a bad thing, but on the other hand, I mean, you get some you get some stuff that's kind of boring. So anyway, all right. So, so there is that. I thought that was rather clever. Is and yeah, that's. I mean, she's looking right at the cue card. You can just tell that she's. You can tell that she's doing that. Okay. So our next, uh, our next. trailer <clears throat> this is for transformers rise of the beast <coughs> and let us take a look see what uh, what this one uh, sees we, we've got some stuff that we've seen before not not a not a lot of new stuff in this one some dialogue in this one actually we have the Porsche, the Porsche Mirage. It was all a dream. Woo. The name Mirage. There's Bumblebee. There's Optimus Prime. There's Optimus Primal. No, nothing really in this one. I mean, it gives us it gives us a little bit of a of a oh yeah nyuk nyuk nyuk. There's gonna be a uh, there's gonna be some humor, but we don't really get very much substance as far as understanding what's gonna be in the story, and that's not a bad thing. You have uh, you have glimpses of things. We know Bumblebee's in it. We know Optimus Prime is in it. We see Optimus Primal. Uh, is is there, uh, but nothing really to give us an idea of what the threat's going to be, what the what the story's going to be, how how many other Transformers are going to be in this thing. Uh, so it's still kind of just a teaser at this point. So, eh, it doesn't it doesn't uh, it doesn't make me want to see it anymore. It doesn't give me uh, any excitement for it. Um, I look at it and I go, okay, it's a teaser. It doesn't tell me much. It doesn't really uh, entice me to uh, sit at the box office on opening night and, and take a look at this thing. And some of these I might get to see early because, you know, media, but <clears throat> maybe not. <coughs> Death Angel said, "I got a kick out of the Poker Face commercial. I didn't see that one. Is that is that is that genre? I don't think it's genre." Um, let me real quick say hi to everybody in the chat because Death Angels is in there. Keeley's in there. Keeley says, "Speaking of Queens, a New York baseball team that plays in the borough had a Super Bowl commercial that aired in the New York area. I didn't see that one." Uh, Dave's here. Sci-Fi Snobs here. 
Mrs. Boss there in the chat. Uh, let's see who else is in there. I saw Cam in there early. Uh, Stephanie, good to see all of you with us. Uh, Poker Face is a show on Peacock. Okay. Oh, 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 that's that, yeah, that's that Ryan Johnson detective one kind of thing. Speaking of which, I had to explain something to Mrs. Boss this weekend following our Tribble Bites segment. <clears throat> now, those of us of an age will get the joke, but somebody, and we don't know who, but Graham Nolan, who was a co-creator of Bane over at DC Comics, he posted, uh, he shared this over on Facebook, and I thought it was rather clever. Somebody has painted Lieutenant Columbo, played by Peter Falk, into various different scenes from the original Star Trek where there are dead people. Because Columbo is a homicide detective. Right? And so you put Lieutenant Columbo into these various different scenes where they're all standing over a body. And I thought it was funny. I thought it was clever. Now, there's a missed opportunity there because they should have had at least one that had Lieutenant Columbo in a scene from Wolf in the Fold, which is the Jack the Ripper episode. But these are very well done, very clever. And I said in the middle of the Triple Bite segment, I said, now what we need to see is Mrs. Columbo on Voyager. Mrs. Boss and others had to have that explained to them. <clears throat> Mrs. Boss is younger. I... No shade. There are some things that some people don't know. These are obscure things. <clears throat> but Mrs. Columbo, and yes, Death Angels, Mrs. Columbo actually got her own show for two seasons. Starring Kate Mulgrew as Mrs. Columbo. At least in the first season, she was Mrs. Columbo. And the second season, they changed her name to Callahan and explained it as her getting divorced from Lieutenant Columbo because the ratings were not that good, and so they did some retooling on the show. But Kate Mulgrew played Mrs. Columbo. And Kate Mulgrew, of course, the captain of the Voyager. And I thought, you know, you got to do it. Somebody has to do Mrs. Columbo on Voyager. And not too many people got it, I don't think. <laughs> anyway, all right, so I'm old. That's just the way it goes, right? <clears throat> okay, next up, The Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. This is the trailer for that one. And it's, uh, it's, it's okay. I'm gonna tell you something. I'm Star Lord. I'm Star Lord. I formed the Guardians. Met a girl. Fell in yep. Love. Now Met we got clips. Died. But then she came back. We've got clips from other from the other movies. Oh please. You left out some important 
gist of it. Do, is it me, or does Karen Gillan look like she's gained weight in her face? I I don't know what it is. She doesn't look like this on her Instagram. She doesn't look like this in in without 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 all the makeup. She doesn't look like this. Are the prosthetics making her face look a little bit more fuller? I mean, I don't know. There's there's something there's something in the design because Karen Gillan when when she's posting over on Instagram, Karen Gillan doesn't look like this. Her face is is thinner. I mean. Uh, Death Angels, you're not the only one chatting, but you might be. <laughs> Alright, so we've got the Marvel thing. I'm going to talk over some of this because I don't want to get dinged on the music copyright here. Again, fair use. We get introduced to, uh, to our protagonist here. And we're going to get our, our, we're going to get our origin story for Rocket. Now, I've seen people commenting on the rainbow, the rainbow suits here. This is this is pure Kirby. This is Jack Kirby right here. This is I don't think this has anything to do with anything modern era. This is Kirby. So just tuck that in your wallet and remember that. I want you all to know that I am grateful to fight beside my friends. Adam Warlock there. Now that's a good shot. That's a fun shot. We were always searching for a family. Until we There's the dog. Groot is almost back to full strength. Are you ready? <clears throat> for one last ride? Do these look like prison outfits to you? Are they in are they have they been have they been captured again, do you think? We'll all fly away together. Into the forever. And beautiful sky. Uh-oh. 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 Her voice sounds different too. She never noticed how black your eyes were. They were replaced by my father as a method of torture. He he picked a pretty set. <laughs> All right, so there's Guardians of the Galaxy three, and uh, okay, again, I'm not. I I look at this and I'm thinking, well, okay, it's it's a trailer. And it's going to be probably a fun ride, and it's going to be, you know, some some humor and some action. I don't recognize the protagonist, but I I have not been a Marvel reader uh, all my life. I, sh I should probably catch up on some stuff. Uh, but there is, there is the Guardians of the Galaxy 3 trailer. And um, we've got two left. <laughs> Two very important ones. 
We'll get into those right after this. Don't go anywhere. We are vengeance. We are the night. We are sci-fi for me. (laughs) Sci-fi for me is about to take you on an incredible journey into the realms of science fiction, fantasy, and horror. Interviews with writers, filmmakers, artists, and actors. Conventions and fandom. Previews and reviews of movies and television. Sci-Fi For Me is working to be the most popular science fiction magazine in the solar system. Subscribe now and enter the fantastic world of Sci-Fi For Me, delivering the multiverse since 2009. Good morning, multiverse. Saturday morning at 11, 10 central, only on Sci-Fi For Me TV. From the Batcave. We are live from the bunker, ladies and gentlemen. Happy to have all of you with us. Glad to be here, even though it is a Monday. (laughs) Oh. Anyway, all right. So, so now, now we get into... Now we get into the two most important trailers. Because why not? Um, all right, so let's let's do this one. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. I, I didn't see the Doritos come Barbecue Doritos? Ooh. Well, okay, so there is a um there's a recipe for frito pie. I don't know if any of you are familiar with this. This is a southern thing, I think. <clears throat> but if you take uh, the individual bags of Fritos corn chips and you put chili in it, you open up the bag and you pour chili into the bag of Fritos corn chips. And sometimes you can add cheese, onions, sour cream, whatever, but chili into the bag of Fritos corn chips. It's called a Frito pie. And that might be, might be kind of along those same lines of barbecue Doritos, but I don't know that I would, I would eat barbecue Doritos. Corn chips? You're right, Death Angels. I don't know about corn chips. Uh, Jay says, we called them pepper bellies. That's, that's a term I have not heard. Interesting. Huh. I, I, huh. I suppose that works. Now, here's the question for all of you out there. With regard to chili, beans or no beans? And do you have a secret ingredient in your chili recipe? Maybe that's what we should do. We do, um, we do, uh, when we do our meetup at some point one of these days down the line in the future, <coughs> then maybe we could do it. Maybe we do a chili cook off. The sci-fi for me chili cook-off. Does that does that sound like something maybe that uh, that we could do? Death Angels does only beans, no meat. That's just not that's not chili. That's soup. <laughs> okay, all right. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Here we go. You ever met? My memory is a little 
I gotta say. Alright, not much to that. It's only 30 seconds, but I want to scroll through this because you've got here, you've got Indy and Toby Jones. This looks like young Indy. This looks like young Indy. To me. <coughs> this is Toby Jones. We all know him as uh um oh he was he was in the Avengers movie. He was in the Captain America movie. All right, so you have um, uh, Mickelson here. Have we met? This is the older Mickelson. And we have the train. And we've seen this. We've seen this in leaks. We've seen this train in leaks, and Nazis are all around them. So this is in the past again. And then we have young Indiana Jones. And I have to say, this is really clean. This, this face replacement here, this de-aging, that is Harrison Ford. And it is really, really clean. Uh, and yes, I am in the, in the, uh, in the, uh, in the Discord now. Uh, Death Angels, are you, uh, are you, oh, you're asking Keely? Keely, you should be in the, in the Discord. Um, but yeah, look at this, look at this. This is, this is probably the best de-aging that I have seen so far, uh, in all of the use of this technology. That, that, that looks really good. And, I hate to say it, but... This looks like it might be a thing. All right, so now we've got young Mads Mikkelsen here. He's been de-aged as well. So they've met in the past. But this guy, the older version, he says, have we met? So there might be a little bit of time travel shenanigans here. <clears throat> And we've got the the table. This is where uh, this is where he um, he has see, interesting here. I've just now noticed this in the first teaser for Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Harrison Ford's character was in this place. I think it's in the same place. And he wasn't alone. Phoebe Waller-Bridge's character was with him. And opposite them, facing them, was a whole group of people with the guns. Remember? They pulled out all the guns, they started shooting, and Indy dives under the, te uh, the, under the table. Is this the same place? Are we going to have different iterations of that scene? Different, uh, different versions and variations of that? Alright, so now we've got him at the... Uh, at the... Apollo, uh, the Apollo Parade. And that's not him. That's not Harrison Ford. Because this stuff was shot uh, with the stunt double 
And Harrison Ford was in the United States recovering from surgery, I think, on a, on a broken leg. Uh, there's our, our young uh, government agent. Uh, I can't remember his name, but uh, there we got that. And then we're up on the bridge. There's young Indiana Jones. There's a, there's a, there's a British flag on that train there. Toby Jones there, uh, along with young Indy. <clears throat> good to see Sala. It's good to see uh, John Reese davies back. There's, uh, there's Phoebe Waller-Bridge's character. On the, on the car. Not sure exactly what's going on there, but that's Mercedes, and Indy falls into the, the thing there. He's going to meet his destiny. We've got explosions now. Somebody points out here this box here. Now this is young Indiana Jones, so this is this is in a different spot. But this. Uh, this Indy, you see this uh, this designation here, ERR. Somebody points out, uh, where is it? 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 Where'd it go? Oh, here it is. Um, ERR, Einsenstab Reichsleiter Rosenberg. Apparently, this is the this is an organization known to steal artifacts throughout Europe during World War II. This is according to Indiana Jones Adventure Outpost over on Twitter. So, uh, a little verisimilitude, verisimilitude, verisimilitude in the, in the trailer there. And then we have, now, it, it looks like, the way this is cut, it looks like these are together, but they're not. This is Indy, this is young Indy, and this is on the plane. I don't, I can't tell who that is. I don't think that's anybody, but you see a Nazi uniform there. You see the armband. So they're in a plane. And there's Phoebe Waller-Bridge's character. And there he goes. And there's old Indy. But if Nazis are on the plane, we're in the 1940s. We're in World War II. So time travel has happened. And here's my guess. It's a complete guess. My guess is that this is this could be the scene where old Indy discovers that she's come back in time with him. What are you doing here? Maybe. And of course, the typical banter, what are you doing here? I'm rescuing you. Sure you are. But if she's not if she's not in this scene anymore, does that give credence to the rumors that her stuff has been cut and reduced and minimized? Maybe. I don't know. All right, and then they jump out of the plane. There they go. And the plane's obviously going to crash. And it'll be a spectacular wreck. All right, so there's that. Now, <clears throat> the Flash. There's two spots. <clears throat> there's two spots. One of them is a, is a shorter 50-second spot that was the tease to the trailer. So we got this early, 
and then we got the trailer itself. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run this one so you can see this, because there's a little footage in this that we haven't seen before, and then we'll get into the main trailer. Here we go. What's happening? You changed the future. And you changed the past. Bum, bum, bum. Want some help? You're, you are, you're. <laughs> yeah. I'm Batman. Okay, now I'm going to go back here to this because people have been saying that the Batman on the bike is Christian Bale. And it's not. This is not Christian Bale, folks. This is Ben Affleck. This is Ben Affleck in a blue and gray costume. Hey, MS, good to see you. 20-minute lunch break. You don't get more than 20 minutes? I'd protest. <clears throat> of course, sometimes I have to remember to eat. <laughs> so, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'd be doing good with 20 minutes. All right, but notice here. This is... Let me blow this up even further. This is Ben Affleck's Batman. All right? This is not Christian Bale. This is Ben Affleck. And he's in... A, the the Snyderverse uh, flying thing. So we've still got a little bit of Snyderverse elements in this thing. I don't know who's talking when they're talking about you change the future, you change the change the past. It doesn't sound like Affleck. It doesn't sound like Keaton. So I'm not sure, and I don't know who this person is here. Because it, long hair, I don't, I, I don't, I, who knows? Who knows who this is? But it see, you see the, you see the photograph here on the right? Make a note of that because I'm wondering, I'm wondering if this is Michael Keaton, if this is retired Bruce Wayne who's no longer Batman, and that's where Barry Allen finds him to begin with. This photograph here, keep that in mind, because when we get to the other trailer, uh, this this actually may come into play. But you see that there? You see that photograph there? And then here, here somebody here with the long gray hair, I don't know who this is, but if this is Wayne Manor, and this is a retired Wayne Manor, and this is, this is an abandoned Wayne Manor, that could be old man Bruce before he gets back into the costume and decides, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to help you. Maybe. <coughs> Maybe. Now we get to the main trailer and I have thoughts. Here we go. Tell me something. That's Keaton. You can go anywhere. Another timeline. That's Michael Keaton still. Another universe. That's that's. Oh, why do you want to stay? That's Batfleck. I'd like to save this one. Because this is the world where my mom lives. 
I'm not going to lose there again. So we got Flashpoint confirmed. This is how we got Flashpoint, and this is how we got the new 52, which was crap. That it can't help reliving. Different people, different worlds, drawn to each other like magnets. My face. So my face. Now, I think that's I think that's Earth eighty nine, Barry. Have no idea what the consequences can be. Bruce, I could fix things. You could also destroy everything. This can't be happening. I completely broke the universe. Sod, we've been waiting for you. I created a world with no metahumans. And now there's no one to defend us. Want some help? <laughs> this actually looks pretty good. I hate to say yeah. it. You're... You are... Yeah. I'm Batman. Batman. <laughs> <laughs> now, look. This, this looks... This looks really good. That's Batfleck. If I can't undo what I did. If I can't get back. There might not be a future. What's the play? Batman, what do we do? We try not to die. Now again, we're going into Flashpoint here, only instead of Superman, we have Supergirl. It's not Clark. My name is Kara. I, I'm Barry. Well, we're Barry. Barry, what are you doing? Our kids are gonna wanna see this. Now, this I think is really interesting. Because, looky here, folks. We're promoting the comic books. <coughs> what is that all about? Okay, now, they are confirming that this is Flashpoint. Because you have Flashpoint right there. New 52, Flash number one. So, this is... They're telling you, here are the stories where we're pulling this from, right there. Now, if you go back and you look at, let me see if I can find it here. Uh, doo -doo 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 -doo, right there. All right, so you see that picture, and you see the you see the the sweater. It's the same. So this is this is this is whoever it was that has that long hair. I think this is Bruce Wayne, and I think this photograph is the Waynes. Thomas and Martha. Is she wearing pearls? I don't see any she's wearing pearls. But this is probably the catch, the 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 lock to open up the the secret passage to the to the uh, to the to the Batcave. I think I think this is I think this is Bruce Wayne. You look at the bruises on the hands. I think this is Bruce Wayne. It it's probably not Alfred. 
I would imagine Alfred's probably dead in this one. But that's that's that same thing. Uh, Keely asks, has Marvel ever made a movie trailer that promoted comic books from them? I, I don't recall that there has been. I don't recall any superhero movie that has... Uh, that has promoted the comic books. And we've been talking for years that that's a missed opportunity, that they should have they should have stand-up kiosks in the lobby that says, hey, you just saw a Thor movie. Here's some Thor comic books. But they haven't done that. And, and to see that on the trailer, I thought was really interesting uh, take because nobody's ever done that before. Uh, MS has an interesting thought. Maybe this is Thomas Wayne, which would be consistent with... Um, this this could be consistent with Flashpoint because Thomas Wayne was Batman in Flashpoint because it was Martha and and uh, it was it was Bruce that got killed in Flashpoint and Thomas became the Batman and Martha went insane and became the Joker. Could be it could be Thomas. I don't know that it is, though. I think this is probably because that would be one extra layer that you would have to explain to a bunch of people who have never read the comic books. They're not familiar with Flashpoint. They don't know what's going on. And I'm, I'm already thinking there's going to be a lot of people that are coming out of this trailer asking, what's going on? Who is this Supergirl? And what's, why are we going back to Zod? I thought the Snyderverse was over and everything. And he, explain this to me. Explain this to me. How do we have two Batmans? How do we have two Barry Allens? Um, and I actually thought it was kind of a... I wonder if this... Where, where, where we're Barry? I wonder if that's a... I wonder if that's a play on the whole pronoun thing. <clears throat> anyway, uh, this is uh, this is this is from Flashpoint because in the Flashpoint story, Superman does exist, but instead of landing in Kansas and being raised by Jonathan and Martha Kent, he's an experiment. He's he's held in a lab. He's in a government facility, and he doesn't have any of the same background that he would have as Superman. So they've replaced him with uh, Sasha Kaye, uh, Kali, Kali, Kaye. I gotta, I gotta look that up to make sure that I know how to pronounce this. But she's, she's going to be our super metahuman here, <clears throat> and she introduces herself as Kara, which to me is a mistake. If you're going to be Kara Zarel, Kara Zarel is a blonde. Supergirl has a specific look, and people are going to look at Kara's, it's Kara, Supergirl, and they're going to expect to see a blonde, especially now that James Gunn has come out and said, we're going to do Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow, and she doesn't look anything like this. So we're going to get a different Supergirl in that movie that we get in this movie. This Supergirl is Lana Lane Kent from Injustice. Costume, hairstyle, everything. This is Superman's daughter from a completely different timeline. And I was really hoping that they would lean into that, but they're not. <clears throat> and by the way, this photograph looks reversed. This image looks reversed because all of the letters on her shirt are backwards. And if you flip it, uh, the top line says Rama 3, 
and I can't quite make out the the bottom line. Um, I've I've reversed it and I've done a I've done a look on it and it looks like R A H S A I it 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 doesn't it doesn't it doesn't make any sense to me. It looks like it's maybe a maybe a code word or something. But Rama three is what's on the the top line there on her shirt. <clears throat> but she introduces herself as Kara, which means that she's Kara Zorel, Superman's cousin. And it's not what she looks like. And this this costume is this is Lana Lane Kent. Now, somebody pointed out here there was uh let's see if I can find it. There is what appears to be another uh let's see if I can find it. Okay, so here we've got a flash, and that's probably our primary flash. But there's also, and I gotta look and see where I can see it because I don't know if it's in this spot. I think it's in the actual trailer itself, but let me see if I can find it here because somebody's talking about, it was Grace Randolph, was talking about, did they have another cameo and they didn't erase him digitally? So let's let's see if I can find this shot. See, because there's Barry in what looks like the same suit. Um by the way, that's a that's a very cool shot of the Batcave. I, I got it. I'm anybody that goes to this movie is likely to be going to this movie for Michael Keaton's Batman, not for anything else. Now, my theory here is Barry Prime, Snyderverse Barry, goes and finds this this universe. He lands in he lands in Earth 89. And Earth 89 Barry, long hair kid, the yellow, uh is without powers. This Barry doesn't have powers. This Barry I, I think that Prime Barry, I, 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 oh, I'm in a different timeline. I need to get help. What do you mean there's no metahumans here? Who else could I help? I know. I could go ask Bruce because he's Batman, right? So he goes to Wayne Manor, where he goes someplace to find Bruce Wayne, explains the problem. Bruce is like, sorry, kid, can't help you. You sound like a loon. And then Barry meets... Barry 89 and they go to Wayne Manor and and in the meantime Bruce Wayne has had some second thoughts and says, oh I gotta go help the kid all right fine so they go to Wayne Manor they discover the the Batcave and they discover Bruce Wayne is is actually Batman now Barry Prime knows this already Barry 89 has no idea that's why you see the reaction that you're getting from it and when he pulls the, the 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 sheet off the car and reacts, it's because he's not a he's not a meta. So somewhere in this movie, you have Barry giving Barry eighty nine the power somehow, and I think it's probably one of these. Uh, let's see, where is it? Um, you have where's the Batwing? There's a there's a lightning. There's a Back to the Future piece where 
where the bat wing, there it is. The bat wing is up here, and you get lightning coming down from the from the thing, right? It's a Back to the Future moment, and you get Barry getting zapped. And I think that's part of this, where other Barry gets powers. And other Barry gets powers, and so now we get both berries. We get Barry in the yellow, we get Barry red and Barry blue. Blueberry. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. So we get blueberry. And and blueberry might actually turn out to be reverse flash. Yes, there's a there's a hint of that with the yellow coat. Um don't know if will be. We'll see. I don't know. Um I think it's interesting we're going back to Zod. We've got Michael Shannon as Zod. Now we have Supergirl fighting Zod. Now here's the other here's the other can possible somebody said Okay, Grace Randolph the, said this could be another cameo. This, this Barry, this Flash here. Let me get back to it. Uh, where to go? 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 Um, there. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Come back, come back. Because watch, see, here's Barry. Here's Barry Prime. Who's this? Which Flash is this? Is this Barry 89? Or is this another Barry? Now, Barry 89 looks like he's wearing a red suit in, in this. He's wearing a red suit. So it's possible that this is Barry 89 here. But what if it's not? What if it's a different berry? What if it's Grant Gustin's berry? <clears throat> I'm not saying it is. I'm not saying it is. But what if it is? But you have... I don't think it is. I think this is probably Barry 89 in this red suit, and you've got Barry Prime coming out of this vortex or whatever, and then you've got the bat, the bat plane... This is this is another this is probably Barry 89 here with the blue lightning energy and you've got I think that's Barry Prime then you've got the um, this tactical looking bat suit that's Affleck and that's the same suit he's wearing on the on the bat pod on the motorcycle I don't know it I hate to say it because Ezra Miller, but <coughs> this doesn't look bad. And a lot of people are very excited about it, mainly because of Michael Keaton. Now, there has been uh, there have been people that have grabbed screenshots. This uh, this photograph apparently this is in this is in something because uh, Heroic Hollywood has it. Ryan Airy has it. Uh, let me let me blow this up because you can see multiple bat suits in this in this shot, and people are starting to go through and try to identify these based on based on what it looks like. Now, this one here on the far left, going left to right in the back. 
uh, you've got uh, what looks like year two with the gun holsters and the shoulder in the you know the shoulder holsters for the guns. The next one is uh, blue and gray. What well, looks like blue and gray, and you've got the the furrowed brow and the cowl. This could be a callback to the Adam West blue and gray costume. Then you have here uh, with the burn on the on the logo there on the chest, the burn on the shield. This I think is Batman '89 costume, and next to that is the Batman Returns costume. And then you have Scuba Batman, which is based on a Kenner action figure, which I thought was rather rather fun and clever. And then you've got this one, what looks like uh, the Nightmare Bat suit from uh, from Snyder from Snyder's Justice League, the, the 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 desert outfit with the goggles. And then standing here in the front, this is the costume. Apparently, this is what we're going to get Keaton in uh, in the beginning here. Or in it, this is his main costume that he's going to be that he's going to be wearing uh, throughout uh, the thing. Now, speaking of Grace Randolph, Grace Randolph has mentioned she's posted, and your mileage may vary. I stopped paying attention to Grace Randolph a while back, but she did post here that she's got information that we're getting another former Batman at the end of this movie. And she says here that uh, this cameo from a former Batman could turn into uh, the new DC Universe Batman. So going forward into the Batman and Robin uh, Brave and the Bold thing with Damian Wayne, one of these. Now, she's got here posted photographs of Val Kilmer, George Clooney, and Christian Bale. Christian Bale has said he's never going to do it again unless Jonathan Nolan is involved. And even then, it's probably not a thing. He doesn't want to do it anymore because of what he has to do physically to get ready for the role. Val Kilmer, there's no way on earth that Val Kilmer will be able to be Batman because of his, because of his cancer. So that leaves George Clooney. And Clooney has apologized several times on numerous occasions for what that movie did to the franchise. Now, Bounding into Comics also has an article citing a different source. Uh, uh, Sid Abdul, or Sil Abdul, over on his, his podcast, uh, over on YouTube, also says that George Clooney could be coming back uh, at a courthouse scene where Barry is coming out after he's, he's saved his father from prison. They're coming out of the courthouse because mom's okay now. And he's expecting to see Keaton, Keaton's Batman, Keaton's Bruce Wayne, and Sasha's Supergirl. And instead of Keaton, it's Clooney. Now, this is a different source saying this. No, no, no telling if Sill and and Grace have the same source telling them this. Is this. But uh, you have also you have word here that it's been debunked already. So <coughs> I don't I don't know what to think. I don't think George Clooney is going to be showing up in this thing. Now she's already backtracked and said, "Well, I said possibly, potentially," and she does say potential. She does say potentially right here, potentially. 
But <sighs> Grace Randolph is hit and miss. And I got to say, I don't know why, I don't understand why she is, I don't understand why she's carrying the water for Walter Hamada as, in, as, as she does. You know, Walter Hamada, whatever you may think of Walter Hamada, Walter Hamada has done. And for her to sit there and continue to snark about Walter Hamada getting fired from Warner Brothers and the whole Ray, Ray, uh, um, Ray Porter thing, I don't know. It just leaves me with a bad, a bad impression. It doesn't seem like, uh, I mean, eh, I don't know. I, it, it's just, it, it just doesn't sit well with me that she's doing that. I, I get it. There, the, the, the Snyderverse people, same way. You guys have to let it go. You know, the Snyderverse is gone. This movie will probably erase all of what's left. We might still get Ben Affleck as Batman in a couple of things, but um, I don't. I Snyderverse is gone. Is done. Snyderverse is gone, and Walter Hamada is gone, and Jeff Johns is gone, and all of that regime is gone, and nothing of value was lost in terms of what we're getting out of the DC stuff. Uh, can can James Gunn and Peter Safran put together something that's that's watchable, that's successful, that's profitable? We'll see. And you've got rumors. Uh, WDW Pro was talking about this with Valiant Renegade last week that uh, that he's he's hearing that there are plans. One of the reasons why we're getting the DC Universe in the way we're getting it, with a bunch of random different things, and not this chronological continuity everything everything goes one to the next to the next like the marvel stuff is doing one of the reasons for that is so that warner brothers discovery can be sold and whoever gets it next is not obligated to a particular timeline and continuity through line and if warner brothers discovery gets sold <laughs> there're not too many not too many people around that could do it yeah, you know, right now the word is either Apple or Amazon. And Amazon just bought MGM. So I don't think Amazon's going to be interested or able to buy Warner Brothers Discovery on top of MGM Studios, which leaves Apple. And if Apple's not going to buy Disney, Apple could buy Warner Brothers Discovery. Or maybe not. <laughs> Maybe Nelson Peltzel drove by Warner Brothers Discovery. We'll see. I don't know. All right, that's it, folks. That's uh, that's all I got. And we'll probably get dinged. And again, I am I am asserting my fair use rights as a as a broadcaster, as a commentator, as a news reporter. However, you want to categorize it. This is commentary and analysis of the material provided by various different people that own their respective copyrights. So there we are. All right, that's it today, folks. Thanks very much for being here. Tomorrow night, new H2O podcast, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central. I have no idea what we're going to be talking about. And we drop the replay of Vault of the Killer Bees on Wednesday. 
And, of course, this show you can check out every Monday through Open Line Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 Central. And like I said, with the, with the, uh, with the uploads not going on very well, uh, you need to find us in various other places. All the different social media channels and video channels, uh, different platforms where you can find us there. And the Subscribestar account is up and running and working. Uh, so you can find us there as well. And the memberships are active on YouTube and Odyssey, various different levels where you can support us that way. Um, YouTube will take up their piece, but, you know, that is the way it always goes. And, of course, yes, the Discord server, so uh, you can continue the discussion, not just with me, but with everybody else in the Discord server. So join us over there for that. And we will be back to do this again tomorrow. I have no idea what we're going to talk about, but it should be interesting. Uh, and it does appear that I will be on Yelling at Park Cars tonight over on Comics Division's channel. Uh, and that starts, I believe, at 8 p.m. Central. So join us over there. And uh, we'll be back for tomorrow's stuff. It should be a lively conversation tonight. Those of you in Ohio, get out of Ohio. Get out. If you've been in the Palestine area, get out. Um, because the the train derailment, I've been seeing some stuff about the train derailment. You need to get out now. <coughs> so, uh, and I, we, who knows? We may talk about that. It's it's a Fahrenheit 1984 topic. Uh, we may we may get into that tomorrow, but we definitely probably well definitely probably we will likely be talking about that tonight over at Yelling at Park Cars. So join us over there on Comics Division's channel. That's it for us today, folks. Thanks very much for being here. Remember, the government is not your friend. The media lies to you. They want you to think there are five lights, but there are four lights. This has been a presentation of SciFiForMe.com. Copyright 2023 by Flaming Dog Media, LLC. All rights reserved. No portion of this program may be retransmitted without the express written consent of Flaming Dog Media. You're listening to Sci-Fi For Me Radio. 